0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It! at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Fish Upon the Sky. This week came out the premiere pilot episode of this new series that is based off the books by Jitterane, I believe. And it was done by the same people who did Theory of Love... Just saying, their work, if you haven't seen Theory of Love, it's free on YouTube, go watch it. I'm just saying, that series has more on how to deal with conflict and issues that arise in any type of relationship than about any series I've ever seen, and is absolutely splendiferous, I'm just saying, totally go see it. But anyway, this series is about a young dental student who is plagued by the fact that no one really likes him. His people who he thought were friends were only friends with him because they thought his older brother was attractive, and everyone kind of makes fun of him and talks down to him. He only really has one friend in the entire college, and he's never met that friend. It's someone who texts him who's a med student. We all know who that person is. If you watch this first episode, it's not really hard. And I'm not quite sure why the dental student hasn't figured this out yet either. I mean, really? Anyway, but so at the end of the day, he meets this young guy who's played by the same person who played in A Thousand Stars as the lead character. And he decides that that's the person he wants to be with because that person took him in the rain with an umbrella to the bus stop so he wouldn't get soaking wet and made sure he was okay there. I'm not quite sure. Why that makes him the perfect person to be with is that has nothing really to do with anything except he happened to have an umbrella and be friendly that day. But anyway, that's the person he wants to be with. And he keeps watching that person. He thinks that person is perfect. And he kind of sneaks around watching him during the days. And that person is always followed by another person named, I think it's seat I don't know. But anyway, Seat is what we're going to call him because I think that's his nickname. But anyway, that person is always following his love interest around. And because of that, he thinks that he must be the one who wants to be with him. Now, I will say this is kind of funny because honestly, it doesn't mean that um, just because someone is always with another person doesn't mean that they're a couple, it could mean that they're just good friends. But anyway, he is convinced that P is the name of the lead character. P is convinced that he is going to change his entire look to be more cool in order to attract the student that he wants to be with. In the end of the day, he asks his brother to help him. Because he doesn't feel that he is cool. He thinks that he needs to take off his braces so he speaks better. He needs to quit wearing glasses so that he doesn't look strange. And that maybe at that point in time that his person he wants to be with will like to be with him. And this is kind of a, as one of the people who did a review on this before it came out. I think it's... Um, drama on YouTube I'll try to find the review and drop it here in the description so you guys can listen to it. it said you know they didn't like the idea of a person trying to change their appearance to attract someone because at the end of the day that person should like you whether you're wearing thick glasses or not or braces that make it difficult for you to speak or not and I think that's a very very valid point However, the thing I think is interesting about this series is at the end of the day, when... P ends up changing himself. He ends up not with the person he wants to be with by the end of the show. He actually ends up with who he thinks is his love rival, Mork, which at the end of the day, Mork, I don't think, had any love interest in the person that P thought he did and was actually the student that spent a lot of time texting him saying, keep a good upper chin, it's going to be okay. And I think it's interesting that the person who... P thinks is loathsome, and the one who's causing him all the trouble actually turns out to be the one that liked him all along. Thick glasses, braces, and interesting choice of clothing in all, that's the one who he ends up with, is the one who saw him before he made his great change into the person that he becomes in the next episode. Um, this series is kind of a little corny so far. No offense. It's kind of one of those typical BL series where they make it kind of corny. No offense. It's just this is not the high quality of the ones that just finished. I would say of like um, number one for Best love. If you're thinking you're going to be getting that This is not even close to it, peeps. But it's still a kind of neat series, I think. I think it's going to be interesting to see how things adjust. I also think it's interesting that at the end of the day, Pete ended up with someone who he considered a best friend rather than a love interest. Because I think, you know, they had more in common. They could discuss things. He had been talking to him for over, let's see, two years? I don't know. But anyway, at the end of the day... It's, yeah, maybe it's about passion, maybe it's about love, but I think at the end of the day, it's really about who you can relate to and who's there for you when they see you before you become cool, before you become famous, before, you know, all that the lights bedazzle, as it were. And I think that's going to be an interesting juxtaposition in this series. And I think what. Um, it be cool to see. And actually, I'm going to give a definition here because fish upon the sky is actually an idiom. And let me see what that means. Just a moment. It's a poem which brings juxtapositions. Basically, to show that fish don't end up in the sky and in the same way P can't really become cool if that makes sense also I thought it was a very neat juxtaposition at the very beginning of this episode when you see um, P's taking balloons to go give to someone else who's supposed to be confessing that they like somebody and then he finds out that he's the one being confessed to which is kind of funny but at the end of the day there's a neat little nuance here if you look at the back of P's phone there is a rainbow. And I know that's the LGBT sign, but that's really not the point here. I think it's interesting because the rainbow is on the back of P's phone and it's also what is around the back of Mork's neck. If you look at the back of Mork's neck, he's got some kind of like, I think it's his uh, medical robe has that rainbow attached. that's the same emblem as is on P's phone, which I think is kind of neat, neat little touch there. So anyway, but I think this was an interesting episode. I would probably give it a five out of 10 because again, pilot episodes usually kind of suck brick. And this one had, you know, sound effects and the typical kind of corny, hokey comedy routines that went on in it. I did enjoy seeing the family dynamic. I love how in Thai films, the families typically tend to get along. Okay, I'm not bringing up Love by Chance to Tin's family. Okay, they're a crazy ball of wool, but we're not going there today. But I'm just saying for the most part, I really like how in Thai dramas, the families do try to get along, try to relate well to one another. And you really don't see that in most um Drama series is across the board, and I would say I'm really looking forward to seeing how this series is going to play out. I'm guessing I'm probably going to like the later episodes way better than the initial ones, um, just because of the content is going to probably get a lot better. Kind of like what happened with Tan Han Chanlati. I mean, I don't mean it weird. I endured seven episodes before we finally got to episode eight, which got a little bit better. But I'm just saying that was that was a test in stamina for Anna. And with that is my review of Fish Upon the Sky, episode one. Check it at the round table. Bye.